Hi, welcome to the 301 Colored Commentators. What's this, up, y'all? What's up? I'm Cy. I'm Anthony. Yeah, this is a series where we, two black men residing in the state of Maryland, dissect and discuss various aspects of entertainment, be it movies, music, television shows, and old school pro wrestling. Yep. With this being our inaugural episode, we plan to talk about four topics. We plan to start off with what music we're currently listening to, then we'll dissect the fairly recently released director's cut of Rocky IV, then we'll transition to the controversial WWF Montreal screwjob concerning Bret the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels in pro wrestling, and finally we'll get the two Netflix programs that we've watched, You and the Dave Chappelle, The Closer Special. Yep, so stay tuned, <coughs> we're in to entertain you the whole segment, so... Um... Yeah, here we go. So, yeah, Anthony, what what you been listening to lately, man? Funny that you asked. Uh, matter of fact, uh, some new music that dropped this like yesterday. Oh, yeah, uh, yesterday was Friday. Yeah, Friday. Well, two days ago, Friday. I was uh, unpleasantly underwhelmed. Uh, Rick Ross released an album. I. I, I you guys, you were underwhelmed by. I uh, so he he was one. Wiz Khalifa was another. Mm-hmm. I was underwhelmed. Um, and then also Tory Lanez. Not that I'm a big fan of Tory, but I was like, see, he really, he really, I, I respect his talent. Yeah. I know there's a lot of controversy around him shooting Meg the Stallion or whatever, so people try to cancel him. <laughs> but um, he actually released an 80s themed album. Is that the one you had me listen to like a few weeks ago with some of those, like, or was that Wiz Khalifa's album? Well, it was probably Wiz. Cause, like, uh, it had like a Miami Vice synthesis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might, it might have been, it might have been. Yeah, it was, it was definitely uh, was uh, Tory. Okay, Sorry, yeah, yeah, that was Tory Lane. It was Tory, yeah. it was Tory. So, yeah. He released the whole project. It was okay. It was a concept album. Yeah, yeah. it was a concept album. It was okay. Because yeah, I, I listened to it because I know he's very talented. So, I, I expected I expected something great, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, as far as Rick Ross, I usually listen to Rick Ross for cruising beats when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he has a lot of, lots of good producers. A lot. He's a pretty good, you know, um, lifestyle rapper. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what's it called? Even his first record, what's it called? The Port of Miami, right. the way he starts it off. Who was that? He's like, oh, fucking boss. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm like, that's a hell of a way to start off an album. Yeah, and this one, he, he continues his little lifestyle theme and his affiliation with, like, the Miami drug lord rates. He has a segment, a, a track that has an introduction with Willie Falcone. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's on there. Um, that's probably, honestly, might be my favorite track as far as the beat. Is he, stuff, is he still sampling or having his producers sample like the Scarface soundtrack and whatnot? Not as much, but the, they sound, the beat is similar. Okay. Like, it's, a, you know, it's not exactly from, from Scarface, but the beats are similar. I see. But I was underwhelmed. Uh, I probably won't give it another... I might give it another listen, but I'm not like excited to. Um, and then lastly was Wiz Khalifa. That's one of my favorite rappers. I don't think he's a lyricist or anything. He just gives me vibes. I just love his vibe. I like to chill when I'm in a chill mood or just in a, any mood that he wants to be. A happy mood. Right. I tend to go to Wiz. He's like one of my go-tos, but... Uh, I do like I do like Wiz. He's like he reminds me more of like a a get stone freestyle rapper. Yeah, really. exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly, exactly. And he's just a vibe. He's just like, you know, stoner chill vibe. I really love... He's feel good. He's a feel good stoner vibe guy, but the album, mm, uh, yeah. So, what about you? What were you listening to? Christmas music. Ah, 
Yeah. I like, I like. No, no but not, not by choice. Not by choice. <laughs> it's all on the radio, right? On the radio, because I had my car, it lacks a CD player. Yes, I still buy CDs, oh, folks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have, you, you yeah. do have the six, I remember, you do have the six changes, right? Yeah, but I got a, I got a recent uh, factory-made replacement recently, so uh, I just got to take it to somebody to put it in. Got you. But yeah, Christmas music, though, that's what I've been listening to. And anytime I hear, even though Mariah Carey is my lifelong celebrity crush, even All I Want for Christmas sickens me even. Like, FYI, Sire and I go back. We 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 are uh, we <laughs> yeah, we... high school, middle school, and this man has loved Mariah Carey since I can remember. She's my she's my lifelong celebrity crush since I was a kid. Funny Even guy. though she's thought of the year at this point, I still love her. <laughs> nah, but, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I but hear you. I, but I will say this: the um the constant Christmas music has got me. It got me, uh, Mister. Sort of, because it had me listening to a record that I haven't heard since I was a child. Uh, the Jackson 5 Christmas album. Oh, wow. Yeah. I might, that sounds like something I'd like to go listen back to. Yeah. Yeah, their version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, that's my favorite version. I've heard it on the radio. Not this year. I haven't, I haven't quite gotten to my Christmas mode where I go to stations to listen to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. But in the past, they, frequent, they frequently play Santa Claus is Coming to Town version on some of our popular um, radio stations. So, yeah. When I get my when I get my CD player back, and yeah, I, I have an apparatus where I can hook up my iPod in there, but I'm old school in my core. Yeah, yeah. That's and also, thing. like, I don't blame you because like CDs definitely still have the best quality, much better than they, iPods and better than MP3s, MP3s yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they do. Yeah, for sure. And vinyl has made a bigger comeback than CDs, like. Even Best Buy, they got rid of their CD section entirely. Yeah, and they vinyl's vinyl. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get a vinyl player, actually. I'm actually interested in that. Uh, but that's down the line. I, I definitely have a vision to do that, but not, not in a rush to do it immediately. But I will definitely get a, a vinyl player. I have one. I got one back in 07. It's one of those, it became obsolete at the exact moment I bought it. It's one of those vinyl records that converts vinyl into MP3s. Uh, but now it's like anything that's not on CD or whatever, it's yeah. like somebody has already created like a mega upload or a Z-share link for the album. Yeah, and just yeah. uploaded it in this MP3 format. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it, that's why it's obsolete. You're right. Because yeah. now you can literally find it anywhere. Because I only use it just once and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, all these blog sites and back in the week, all y'all got this record now? Like, yeah, yeah. You're practically an antique. Not only that, with the emergence of like the subscriptions of like you know the different platforms like Spotify, streaming services. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the music format has changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't necessarily need to like have the MP3 downloaded. You just with with your data or whatever, or your Wi-Fi, you just stream wherever you are. Right. Yeah. Same thing. So no, I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you. Anything else you're listening to besides that? Just um, what's it called? Besides Christmas music, um, what's it called? Some some old school classic rock like. Brands like Farner, White Snake. Oh, dope! Yeah, yeah. I just, I've been on my I've been on my whole seventies blues rock phase. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I mess with some of that though, so I ain't, I'm not even hating. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Um, Plus, a lot of rappers I know they sample from their music too, so it's like oh yeah, hearing, oh yeah, hearing how they might have flipped this song. Like, yeah. how can you how can you find hip hop in that? Let me hear. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Oh, yeah, I, I feel that way for some some rock tracks. So I'm like, wait, house? Or even sometimes you go you visit some of the rock tracks from the '80s. And you're like, how come no one has sampled this? This would be dope if yeah. they've spun it on like a nice little bass, like a 
few like, a few bass additions here and there, and little tweaks here and there. It'll be a perfect hip hop track. Yeah, but we what we hear, a producer may hear differently. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not like we're we're, be, we're skilled in the art. We just kind of exactly. Have all, you know, it's like what Bill Belichick said once on a uh, Jimmy Fallon or a uh, Conan O'Brien. Conan was like, "Okay, what if I came in with one of the best plays, one of the best offensive plays that you could ever ask for? What would you do then, Bill?" Well, I look at it and be like. <laughs> in the trash. Because we, we already have enough plays. Right, right, right. right, right. I, I, that's my guy. Oh, well, no, it's not my that's, guy. That's my guy. I respect him. I'm a patriot. Thank you. Uh, He's a cult. <laughs> we play each other next week, though, so. No comment. No comment. There's no challenge here. That's why it's no comment. Shall we? Yeah, let's go in, man. All right. The, um,. The first thing we're going to talk about is the Rocky Four director's cut that was released in November of this year, yeah. 36 years after the original Rocky Four, mm-hmm. back in November of 85. Yeah. yeah, and some background on Rocky Four itself. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, he wrote, directed, and starred in it. It's the fourth entry of the Rocky franchise. It's the one where uh, Dolph Lundgren, he was the villain of the series, as the Russian Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago, yeah. <laughs> Ivan Drago! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that, and that one was a complete departure for, for the uh, the Rocky franchise. For yeah. me and Anthony both, it's our favorite Rocky Absolutely. film. Absolutely. But we, but we both know it's not the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very... it's Because of how colorful it is and how musical, it's almost like a ninth, uh, an MTV music video from the Absolutely. 80s. And somewhat cartoonish as well, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's one of those movies where, like I've always said, even 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 back down to when we were in middle school, yeah. uh, what's it, Miss, Miss Cosby, was, was, that, was that her name, TV production? Yeah, TV production. She even admitted to this, that that movie would, would not have been the same without the soundtrack. The soundtrack almost makes the movie as great as it is. Yes, it does. And, and like you said, like with the MTV vibe, like it has... The sound and the visuals kind of go hand in hand. Um, and as a child, we, I mean, we, we have to understand we watched this movie first when we were kids. So, like, it was like a, it had a wild effect on us and it kind of gave us a, 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 a glimpse of excitement. Of yes, one, it did. One is, one is to be boxers or whatever, like, you know. Yeah, even even as a grown man that was nearly forty, if I see one of the Rocky fights on TV or yeah. pop my pop one of my Blu-rays in, yeah. it's like I can't help but to just pantomime all the fights as they're going on yeah. and give myself a workout, a cardio workout in the process. 100, 100. And even like um, the music, just like you like you were saying, the soundtrack, I I could work out to it. I could go to the gym and listen to it, and it'll it'll give me some inspiration just because it's like I had still have the element of nostalgia from when I was a child, like. Wanting to be that hardcore rap, uh, I said rapper, boxer, <laughs> or muscle man, or whatever. So, like in the gym, it still has that effect. Like some of the key tracks, especially the training montages and stuff. Oh yeah, so, definitely yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. So um, definitely, definitely. Um, I, don't, I don't think Vince Dicola knew how much how much of an impact the training montage would have on future on future productions. Like, oh yeah. Even in actual boxing, HBO productions, what's it called? Like, I remember seeing the Tyson versus Pinklin Thomas fight back in 87, mm-hmm. and they incorporated the training montage into a lot of their promos for that fight and wow. pre fight interviews and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Family Guy parodied it. It's been all over the place. I've even seen it previewed some uh, in, in the NFL, like, 
yeah. some big um, showdowns of like you know anticipated rivalries and stuff. They like to to lead to the promos to it. In the past, they've used Rocky alongside along other other popular movie scores and stuff. But Rocky is definitely one. Between either the war, yeah, or with with the war, right when the white when he starts beating the Russian, yeah, yeah, exactly that, or the training montage. I've, I've seen both of them used in other sports, like you said, boxing, NFL. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he envisioned that being the case down the line, but yeah, I'm glad made the impact it did have because it's one of my go-to tracks in my play, my workout playlist. Yeah, for sure, especially when I'm running. Goodness, for sure. Yeah. Hey, this um. Original, the, the original Rocky Four, it was already a departure from the previous three films. I mean, yeah. there's no mention of Mick, Rocky's trainer in this film. At all. The only, the only nod he gets is like during the uh, the No Easy Way Out memory montage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, where he's shown where his dead body is shown yeah. in just one frame. Yeah, there's blatant Cold War propaganda between America and the Russians. Even the opening scene, the boxing gloves. The boxing gloves have the, the Russian flag. And, and, the, Amer- and, the, and the American flag. Banner, yeah. And they collide, and, and the explodes. Russian one explodes. And yeah. that basically tells you how the movie's going to end. Yeah. Tells I you actually, how it's going to end. I actually wrote a paper on this. Where? Right, right. in, uh, in college, freshman year, one of the <laughs> core classes that you need to require to graduate. Not necessarily necessarily English yeah it's like one of those you know in some colleges require you to take other courses like they call in Maryland the University of Maryland is called the core classes where yeah. like it kind of expands your horizon not necessarily incorporates your actual major but classics yeah. literature yeah that kind of stuff yeah so I took a what was it what was it popular history or I forget what it was one of the classes right and I forget what the paper was and I thought this was a perfect segue actually I got an A in it but it was like I wrote on how they spun propaganda, like to, to in, in Rocky Ford. It was a, it's something outside where you were used to writing. Like in yeah, high school, I couldn't yeah. have written that. Yeah, yeah. And I, you, you know, the funny thing that's a popular theme in the eighties. Cold War. Cold War, where like the U.S. is the god and, and Russia is the evil yeah, empire. Yeah, empire exactly. So, and that's even trickled down to some of the cartoons we used to watch. You don't even probably don't even realize, but a lot of them also use that same theme. That might be a discussion for another time. Yes. But definitely and, and, Rocky. And also the other departure, the other way that Rocky Four departed from the previous three is in this one, Rocky finally starts to beat up white guys. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I never actually peeped that. Look at Clubber Lang. Yo, the whole time. <laughs> Apollo in the first two. Apollo in the first two, Clubber Lang in the third one. Yeah. Spider, Spider Rico. Clubber Lang. Spider Rico, he's a dark Italian. Yeah. So. <laughs> theatrical trailer they had scenes that were not included in the original movie but for the director's cut they man they restored those scenes, those scenes in there yeah okay okay like the um different angles of apollo's fight with a uh, drago mm-hmm. yeah and rocky getting shot down by the american boxing commission when he wanted to when he wanted to fight drago their reasons being oh. he's had one professional fight and one man is dead yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, oh, I, I don't think i've actually if, if i did see the trailer it was ages ago so i don't remember 
I, I didn't see the trailer until I bought the Rocky DVD set from uh, Cat Mill Music back in 2003. Oh, yeah, I remember that throwback store. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. But, like, back to this... Um, yeah. There's a lot of differences in the re-release. And yeah, I yeah. was not, I was not impressed at all. Um, despite the original being, you know, full of propaganda and, you know, uh, all that excess baggage, it still made the movie great. I'm not even gonna lie. But the new one was just weird. It was like he was, it was like, it was like Sylvester Stallone was gearing towards modern times where he didn't want to offend anybody. <sighs> Almost like, you know, it yeah. was like, okay, less about the propaganda, more about... Like he know. was, like, trying to be woke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just weird. Yeah. It was just weird, and I, I think it ruined the movie, in my opinion. Um, but, but I'm glad he did not make the latter release the original. It might have ruined... Rocky would have ended at the fourth one. Yeah, would have. probably would have failed. Have you put this one out? Yeah, there'd be no Rockies yeah, at all. There would be no Creeds. There would be no Creeds either, exactly. exactly. Yeah, because this movie right here, it was like the Highlander 2 of the Rocky series. Yeah. Like, what were you thinking and, yeah. and why? Because, like, let's, let's, let's look at a... There's a laundry yeah. list of things that were yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. From the beginning, let's see. There were no exploding boxing gloves at the beginning of the film with the American glove and the Russian glove. Right. There was no Rocky versus Apollo sparring at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, right at the beginning, like that, that segued into yeah. the movie. It was, like, was kind of like the conclusion of the third one going into the fourth one. Right, yeah. Because yeah. that's how, how he used to do, do all the Rocky films, like a, a, a brief recap yeah. of what happened in the last film, exactly. at the end of the last at film. At the end of the last film, And yeah. segues into the new film. Yeah, exactly. And it, instead, what it instead does here is it extends the Rocky three recap by ten minutes and just chops, it makes it all choppy. Man. Yeah, even like... Even like the way he beats Clubber, it was yeah. weird. It, it was just it, it, off. It was off. It was, it was different off. angles yeah, and like different yeah. sounds. Different sound, exactly. Yeah. It was off. It was off. It just made him look almost like a pansy. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Polly's birthday, that wasn't in there. That wasn't in there. The, the, the robot. The drone, yeah, the robot. The robot. Yeah, Sickle yeah, the robot. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the transgender robot was not in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. How long the robot that was? It was low-key transgender. You couldn't tell. I mean, it was shaped like a woman. It sounded like a woman, but it was just... At first, it was a robot. Don't worry. I'll clean it up for you, Polly. Yeah, then it became it a, woman a woman later. Yeah, yeah. yeah, at the beginning, it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. It was. It, it had yeah. more bass at the beginning, and then she, it slowly... Like, like transitioned to a sweetheart. Yeah. It was almost as if Polly programmed it to. But how the hell does Polly know how to do that? Right. <laughs> unless unless Polly got some hidden debts other than a racist Italian Archie Bunker. Right. <laughs> Seriously. It was like he programmed it to be his mistress or something. Yeah. It was really. Yeah, and it was funny though. And they took out they took out the robot completely in the film. Yeah, yeah, they took it out. Uh, I kind of get it. I kind of get why he did that. It still ruins. We're still used to the robot being in it, but like. The robot was way ahead of its time. <laughs> Seriously, it was like a, it was it was like neural network learning the mechanism. Sky, Skynet. Yeah, exactly. The like, robot was a was a T eight hundred. Exactly, it just definitely would not. It was just out of its time. And during that time period, like a lot of movies were like incorporating like a, a living robot in them, like Short Circuit. That came out. Yeah, of time. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was the exactly. It was a trend at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was a trend. Yeah. Yeah, but like. I guess when no more Johnny Five. I don't know, Five. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it was like um, I guess when he was reviewing it to re-release, it was like 
you would actually go apply some common sense. Apply <laughs> <laughs> some common sense to this movie. We probably it's better best that we take it out. Is that, is that what he was trying to do? Because if he was trying, he failed. He failed. He did. He yeah, did. he did. That was the least of his worries because everything else that he added was just terrible. Yeah, it's like it's like there's no anniversary uh, cake scene in bed with Adrian. No oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That no, was missing. No yeah. car wash scene where his son says, I want to learn to fight, Dad. Right, right. Uh, no he's getting dizzy when he was talking about, oh, yeah, Papa, what am I doing? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm just getting dizzy. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, Drago, no steroid question or Popeye joke during his uh, his media training exercise. And they took out the part he's where... He's like, you Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> Like, ain't none of y'all Russians, neither. Right, exactly. <laughs> all y'all some Swedish, Scandinavian type. Right, right, right. They're all Scandinavian. Uh-huh. Closer to Viking than you are... Uh, than you are Russian, yeah. yeah. They, all, they just got chosen because y'all blonde. Exactly right. right. Yeah, the, the, the blonde, the evil, icy blonde image. Square was jaw. Yeah, all yeah. that, yeah. Kind of like a high-top fade in here. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, what else was missing? Uh, this is, yeah, go, the, go. The, the, the punching... The sparring, well, it wasn't sparring, it was more like training session. Yeah, demonstration. Demonstration. Um, the order of that was weird. Yeah. And, like, the breakdown, his manager or whatever, he was breaking down, you know, the, the, the pressure of the average punch. Average heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, heavyweight punch. And then how Drago's was, like, way you know, strong. Like, double that. Double, more that. Than double yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But then that was taken out. So it was just like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> it felt like it was almost rushed. Yeah, it's like they just showed Drago just hitting the. Hitting the pressure per square inch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they didn't even—they yeah. didn't even get like a vocal demonstration of what exactly, that means. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It, it was just weird. Um, and then, oh yeah, after that, the, the, the yard scene. Yeah, between Apollo. That and wasn't in the. That, that wasn't was even not, an original at all. So that was just—it was just like what is going. They even took out the part where Apollo was in the pool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When he first learned the yeah, Russian. Yeah, the Russian when he was playing with his dog. Yeah, they didn't have that at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, yeah. Check, picture, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was like that. I, yeah. I don't know what Rocky's I don't know what I was thinking. Me neither. They cut, they cut the robot yeah. interrupting during the dinner talk. Um, yeah. Oh, Apo- yeah. Apollo watching, Apollo and Rocky watching the fight. Even that was choppy. Yeah, it was, the, yeah it was like remixed. It was, was remixed. Yeah, you know, yeah. the, the one thing that was taken out was when Rocky says, I like who you are too, Apollo, but look at that. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we don't don't believe him, but that ain't us up there no more. Right. You can't do like we did before. We're changing, you know, like... <laughs> Regular people. They took that out. Yeah, and like, in the original, it almost felt like uh, Apollo was a star of attention. And he was just kind of like, felt like he was hopeless and he was trying to reinvent himself. Whereas in the newer one, it was like he was bitter. <laughs> yeah. He was like mad and bitter that he wasn't. Number one anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was like, just, dude, it was, you retired. Right, it was a different sentiment than the re-release from the original. It was kind of... Exactly, and it kind of negates his characterization in the third film, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because he, He's still kind of flashy and showy, but at this point, it's like, less his ego is toned down. Exactly, exactly. It was almost like they ramped him back up in the new one. Yeah, it it's like, like, the appearance of the Russian got you that fired up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a plot device. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad this wasn't the original, honestly. Me too. Um, what else was cut? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, uh... No dressing room scene before Apollo's Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, that was out, too. The, um, the music before Apollo's fight, that ominous, dark music, like, you yeah, will when it's over. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. That segues to the Russian's locker. Yeah, they moved Drago's wife smoking to the fight before... 
before the before, instead of after the first round, it was before the fight even got started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also did they did they skip the intro of the wives? Yeah, they did. They did. They didn't even show the wives actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I feel um, like I remember seeing that. Good yeah. luck. I hope afterwards we can be yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight there's not soldiers. <laughs> like, not, not, yeah, nice, nice choice of words. Right, like symbolism. Yeah, symbol exactly. This is exactly that was definitely uh-huh. a, a push of that propaganda in the Cold War. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah after, after your husband and killed her husband, you still hope we can be friends after right, that. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it's it really awful. It was so off the fight, like. A conversation between Rocky and Apollo in between the first, the, between the two rounds. That, yeah, that, that that was weird. That was weird. And Apollo's fight also, they had they had him get knocked down in the first round. Yeah, they never showed that. In the yeah, original. yeah, um, yeah. And also, they didn't they didn't introduce Rocky. I don't think they introduced. They Rocky. didn't introduce yeah. Rocky. Nah. Um, they and during Apollo's fight, Duke just says, "Throw the towel" instead of extravagantly yelling, "Throw the damn yeah. towel." Before the before the tragic punch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and Duke even had a speaking part at Apollo's funeral. Rocky's speech was longer and he talked with Adrian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That that, that was in there. Um And the um what's it called? The um what's it called? The, the the deleted scene that I mentioned about that was included in the um the, the yeah, the original director in the original yeah. theatrical trailer, yeah, about when Rocky goes to the American Boxing Commission. Yeah, yeah, that full scene is included in here. Oh, that was that when they were at the table. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. They could have done without that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the periodicals that happened after the funeral, they they kind of they explained that. They explained, yeah, they did, they did, yeah, they did. And another and another offhand remark during the Rocky Drago fight right before it began, one of the um the international announcers they mm-hmm. said. This fight has not been sanctioned by the American Boxing Commission. Oh, I remember that. It's not for the title. Yeah, and that, it sounded just like that too. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, that wasn't on there. I, which, what else you got? Uh, on the original, that is. Oh, on, the, on the re-release. Right. That wasn't. No, it wasn't in there. Yeah, it wasn't in there. It wasn't in there. Um, what else? Uh, let me see if I remember. Uh, the second press conference. Yeah. Yeah, the second press conference was. Weird. They made in the re-release. They made the Russian look like an idiot because he actually tried to talk. Even in, even after he killed killed yeah, Apollo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you, you're like, uh, you remember my name? I, I, Rago. Oh my god! Stop, 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 stop talking. You're better when you say less. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what that's kind of what made his character what it was. He didn't say much. He was almost like a Terminator. Yeah, I must break. You. I must break you exactly. If he dies, he, he dies. dies. See, that was like, a cold line. Yeah, itself. just like simple. Yeah, adding this extra dialogue, you made him like a cartoonish supervillain. Right. Like exactly like a stereotypical '80s Cold War supervillain. Exactly, exactly, exactly. In the press conference, he was. He told, I can talk. Yeah. <laughs> And like he just looked like an idiot. Like he was, he wasn't, he was out of place. Out of his place. Yeah, yeah like he yeah. shouldn't be there. Like no wonder your wife talks for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which is weird, man. And uh, the and the he's gonna kill me speech that Rocky has with Adrian in the stairwell yeah. at home. That's it's remix, right? It's remix. Yeah. It's moving the staircase talk with Adrian to the cabin with Duke. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What after he goes to Russia, right? Yeah. 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 And another thing, the memory scene, the memory montage, uh, there's no easy black, way out. It was black and white. Black and white. All the memories are black and yeah. white. I guess because in psychology they say, they say that was about your memories, you never think of them in color. color. But do you? And they say you don't dream, they say you don't dream in color either, but it's like, I, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know. Still, still, still. It was just, yeah. Ooh, I wonder what Stallone was thinking, though. Anyway, anyway. I chalk it up to him being a 75-year-old man. Yeah. But I yeah, don't... Yeah. He's an interesting character. He can act when he can actually act when he wants to mm-hmm. and make a good film when he wants to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all, all a matter of when he wants to. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And I believe be, right before he leaves for Russia, because there was no robot yeah kind of have him extended was he talking to adrian in the kitchen first or was he talking to his son was that extended with his son yeah his, his speech was his, or his speech with his son, son yeah was extended dialogue his dialogue say. was extended it was, extended. it was different it was different and they added the scene with adrian in the kitchen yeah, yeah. they added that yeah um and then the meters running or whatever yeah that that was a, you hear that from the outside yeah yeah because yeah, the robot isn't in it anymore so you don't right. they don't pan to that scene um but yeah that was out um, also, when they land or whatever in Russia or whatever, uh, yeah, the, the whole that whole scene, the, the burning heart scene, was just offbeat completely. Yeah, it was just all. When they get out of the plane, like yeah, Pauly scene is a little. And the ear, they add that earmuffs joke between him and Pauly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was more dramatic than the original. Right, yeah, it was better. Right. Right, exactly. And it got me hyped. The Burning Heart song, that version of it in the movie, it's yeah, like, it was, it's like... It's not the same. Not the same not at all, same. no. Not the same. That's one of the, the, the best songs on the soundtrack. It is. Yeah, yeah, so they, they do that all. And uh, uh, they also took out the, when they were playing cards, right? In with the, the cabin? With, with the with the Russian... Oh, when they were playing chess? Chess, sorry. Yeah. Chess, yeah, chess. Yeah, they... They, 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 they took they, that out, right? They, they don't show the guy, Tony, who Tony, the hall who he beats in chess. Yeah, he does, yeah. They don't show him knocking over the piece after he loses. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they remove the Alvin and the Chipmunk song that oh, yeah. was to like, yeah. campfire. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, also smart marshmallows, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did take that out. Um, yeah. Um, and they took out also, when they get to the... Uh, <clears throat> when they get to the cabin after they land in Russia, they took out... Holly mentioning the Rose Bowl. Yeah, we, that's when he falls into the, the snow. Falls into the snow. Like, oh, one of the questions. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you drowning? Right, right, right. And that's what was funny. Yeah, she shouldn't have taken it. That was funny. And and I think and they added a bit, another bit of propaganda to it. Apart from the fact that Rocky would have chaperones the entire time he was he was there. Yeah. Um. They show uh, Duke asking the driver about where the sparring partners Rocky yeah. was supposed to have, and the driver said he didn't know nothing about, about that. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And um, let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay. I think. Um, what else do they omit? Okay. They 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 still kept the training the training montage. They kept that right. Yeah, that was that was that was accurate. Although they still didn't explain how the hell Rocky got down from the mountain. That mountain. Yeah. Yeah, that mountain. How'd you even get up? How'd you even get up? You didn't get, you didn't no, get up. that was like a legit mountain. It wasn't like a yeah. hill. It was like a legit. And you ain't got no mountain gear or nothing yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was hella cold. Hella cold. <laughs> and you're, no, not only that. Some, some shit like that would, would create an avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> that bones, yeah. Yeah, Screaming like that on top of the mountain? Well, nobody ever accused Rocky of being a thinking man. That's true. That's, they actually depict him as an idiot. Like, yeah, except for the in, most part, uneducated. Like, the brain, his wife was his brain most of the time. Except in this one. This is one where he was actually the most, the smartest. Yeah, smartest in this one. Yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, Absolutely right. What else happened? Oh, yeah, before Rocky's fight with uh, Drago, yeah. in the locker room, Adrian is in there. She's holding a pair of, a pair of boxing gloves in there. Oh, she was yeah. never holding she them. Never, yeah, she wasn't. No. 
She wasn't. Um, and I feel like was he had an extra dialogue with Polly, Polly or uh, Tony in the new one. Um, something different there. There may have been. There may have yeah, been. Yeah, I feel like it was. It was a little off. And the whole damn movie was off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when they get to the fighting. The kids staying up was omitted. That was omitted because of the robot in the back, so we didn't hear. Yeah. Him, so oh, the robot was in the back. Yeah. With the, with that's the, why he took it out. Yeah, with Apollo's white boxing yeah, gloves. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did take that out. Yeah, I'm like keep that in there. I love that when he's like. Mm, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, mm. I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> like get him, get him, get him. Yeah. I guess they took the robot. Another reason they took the robot out probably because it shows how silly the U.S. is in contrast how how serious they thought the Russians were meant to be treated. I will say this, uh, to, to, to go right a little bit further back in the movie, like the Apollo's fight. This was his chance, even though it was not a big deal, it was his chance to correct the editing error where Apollo was like, I want you, and he didn't have the gloves on. Yeah. And he kept that in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you had a chance to correct that. that in. I want you. I want you. You know, what's your glove at? And two seconds later, it's back it's on, back on. <laughs> fully tightened and fastened. <laughs> Do you think people wouldn't see that or say right, that? Right, 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 right. Oh, well. Like the scene from The Godfather where Sonny is actually beating Carlo Ritzi in the street and right, he sees a punched in land. the punch. Yeah, but still, you should hear yeah. the sound anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, as the fight, the fight is pretty much consistent. I mean, the, 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 the sounds are a little bit... They, they're off. They don't yeah, sound like... They don't have like, that thunderclap yeah, sound when, they, when the punches land. Exactly. But then near, the final round was just different. Yeah, every... Well, Everything, a lot of this stuff was different. Like there was yeah. no knock him out speech from Duke right before the final. Yeah, round. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. The the referee comes to Rocky's corner giving him a warning. That's right. That was never stuff, yeah, that was never in there. Yeah. And there's a different, and the knockout was different in this one too. That he lands on Drago. Yeah, it was so weird. There was no count. There was no count. I've never yeah. seen that. I mean, it's, and, 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 it's not a TKO. It's not a TKO because like it wasn't like he was knocked down previously to. And Drago did try to get up in the, in the original. Drago was trying to get up yeah, and then yeah, collapse yeah, yeah. back down. Yeah, yeah, this one he was just. Yeah, and this and he falls through the ropes after about an eight count. Yeah, and the rest yeah, yeah, exactly. counts 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Just definitely should have kept that. It's different celebration too. Rocky just jumps in Duke's arm. Yeah, like, yeah. Are you how aren't you? You're supposed to be tired, right. exhausted. The speech, the transition to the speech was was different. Like his winning speech. Yeah. And then he goes ahead and daps the Russian. Like, he didn't just kill his best friend. Like, hey, even though you killed my boy, good match. Good match. <laughs> Not only did he kill his boy, he's like, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. You're going to go dap him up after? Come yeah, on. and the dude gave you brain damage, too. Come on. Yeah, That's, come on, man. The fact that you dapping him up is proof that you got brain damage. Right. I mean, they've been saying this since, since the first Rocky film that he's got brain damage, but damn, dude. Yeah, man. Man, if you're a fanatic, you could go ahead and watch this. Yeah, yeah. If you're not, don't waste your time. Yeah, they don't even... They don't even, even the credits are different too. The ending credits. Yeah. It's, it's not a montage of like all of like different stills. All of the movie. Of the movie shown in sequential order. It's his exit. Yeah. Exit from the ring. Oh yeah. And in the, oh, there was something different in, in, in the, in the, in the, in the training montage, actually. In the second portion of it, the hearts on fire part. Yeah. When Rocky becomes, becomes all determined and whatnot, he doesn't go back in the mirror and crumple up the picture. Oh yeah. Probably he doesn't do that. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. That's right. That's and it's, right. and instead of Hearts on Fire, it's what's it called? Uh, the a different version of Eye oh, of the Tiger. Oh, like Sweetest Victory or something. Oh, is this Eye of the Tiger? Eye of the Tiger, yeah. Oh. Sweetest Victory was what they played at the end of the movie. Yeah, what they tried to play at the end yeah, of the movie, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in order to give it more of the Rocky feel that the that it didn't have yeah, before. Before, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Was... 
But yeah, if you're a Rocky fanatic, yeah, then you can get it as a collector, watch it or buy it as a collector's yeah. item. But any true Rocky fan knows, uh, uh-uh, this is dude. Trash, man. It was trash. I am not going to advise you to go purchase or watch that. But yeah, if but you're a fan, you just like to collect that stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Other than that, the 301 color commentators, we advise against it. Yeah, two thumbs down. Yes. For real. For real. Yep, yep, yep. Um, What's next? We got that Montreal screw job. Oh. Yeah, man. One of the most controversial events in professional wrestling ever. Right, 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 right. First of all, you go. we are, as you can see, we're very big wrestling fans, fanatics, uh, dating back, was that? Let me ask you, how did you get into pro wrestling anyway? My cousin put me on. How old were you? It's like six or seven. Yeah, so it was like late 80s, when I, when I, right around between WrestleMania uh, 4 and 5, somewhere in between there. Uh, and I was just sold, man. I, it became, became like, almost like my another extension of cartoons. It was like my comic book heroes at the time. I just, I, sorry, I couldn't get enough of that wrestling stuff, man. It was, I was a big fan, especially in the, the late 80s to like, my, my strongest fandom was like late 80s to maybe like early 90s. And then I kind of dwindled away a little bit, but I was still a fan. And I was a fan all the way until high school. Like I met you, kept talking about it, you know, in school and stuff, until maybe the early 2000s. And I was like, I, I just kind of outgrew it. Um, but especially the, the, the peak of my fandom was definitely the late 80s to like around 92 or 93. Or 93. Yeah. Right at the start of the new generation era. Yeah, the new yeah. generation era. Yeah, that was right around. When the Hogan All American era was pretty much done. Yeah, it was done. Exactly. Um, then I guess that came with time. I was starting to grow, so that that bliss was not quite there as it was before, but I still loved it. Um, so I continued to watch and just watch. And I still, to today, sometimes watch some of the old stuff for entertainment when I'm bored or to help me sleep. Right. Yeah, it, it puts me in a state of nostalgia sometimes helps me go to bed when I can't sleep. So, um, but yeah, what about you? How, how, did you? how did you get into wrestling? My brother, my older brother, he had a VHS tape that he, he must have taped primetime wrestling off cable in addition to a bunch of MTV rap videos. Yeah. And I stumbled upon it one day after, because he taught me how to record a VHS on a VCR and whatnot yeah. at that age. Yeah. I had to be four or five at the time. I found okay. that VHS tape and I was like, what is this? Yeah. And I remember seeing uh, Gorilla Monsoon and uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan talking yeah. and other wrestlers, Hogan, Andre the Giant, wrestling uh, wrestling guys who were basically no-name jobbers pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what really got me hooked was months later on pay-per-view. We didn't have, we just saw the pay-per-view uh, previews back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you press the AB button on the remote. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were showing previews for Survivor Series 88. Okay. And they were showing the backgrounds of what led to each of the um each of the each of the team matches. Yeah. And it was the Macho Man Randy Savage. His his promotion for it, where where he starts going off about, I'm gonna turn into a nightmare. <laughs> With the glasses on. Yeah. yeah. And that just got me hooked. Like, who is this guy? Yeah, that's my guy, man. That's definitely my my, my most favorite wrestler. Yeah. Definitely my most 
They're my most favorite wrestler and my most influential. I definitely loved Savage. That was my guy. He was still my guy. He was he was so he was good as a heel or a face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't matter. He was crazy matter. either way. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think his most as an adult looking back, his most entertaining era was his intercontinental title reign. <laughs> I think I don't. I think he might have been the most entertaining intercontinental champion I've ever seen. Like Honky Tonk Man is the greatest. Yeah, I give him that. That's for IC, but most entertaining because between promos and matches. It's definitely sad. He was funny as hell. But yeah. he had style and swagger. So he had the woman always, so you know. Oh yeah. He was different in that in that aspect. He had the theme, the beautiful female manager. One of the first wrestlers to have a female valet yeah, manager. Yeah, his, yeah. his wife no his less. His wife at the time, yeah, yeah. And she was fine. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically how I got into it. I, my, I visited my cousins in Germany and then they put me on and I was sold. I, I even ended up loving it more than they did. They were also <laughs> very big fans. But they were they started watching it earlier than me. They started watching it in like around '86, so they were on. They were on for a couple of years. Uh, so, um. my yeah, my dad when he knew I was into this stuff, he would often tell me about, give me like like school me on some of the wrestlers like um, Akeem, right from the Twin Towers. <laughs> A white guy in African garb and talk oh, and, yeah. and jive talk like like yeah, a brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad would laugh cringy. his ass off. That at stuff that. is cringy now. It's, it's cringy now. It can't funny. be done now. Okay, yeah, you can. It's one of those one of those things, kind of like uh, Western movies. You can't use the old concept of Western movies. Uh, Cowboys versus Indians. Super racist. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, a lot of those gimmicks that that happened back then. You watch them now, you're like that. Hella cringy. Like Junkyard Dog. The junkyard Dog with a chain around his neck. Kamala. Like those guys. Like, Kamala, come on, Kamala. dog. <laughs> How? Or even Ahmed Johnson look like a He-Man. Yeah, character. yeah. <laughs> he does. He looks like a He-Man action figure with the, with the tights on and the little balls around, around the belt. Yeah, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, yeah. Back to topic. The Montreal Screwjob. November 9th, 1997. Yes. It was a Sunday. Definitely a Sunday. Yeah. Pay-per-view, Survivor Series at the time. Um, the main event, Brett the Hitman Hart defending his title against Shawn Michaels, a rival wrestler at the time. Um, at the time, was it was 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 Brett still the face when he was like, was always in the gray area at that time? He was, he, it was a gray area, gray really. Because yeah. Shawn Michaels, him and Triple H just started DX. Okay. And they were definitely heels Heel. at the time. Anti-establishment yeah. anti heels yeah. that are slowly catching on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and people were feeling them a little bit more. Right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. And um, behind the scenes, this is, there's also a story behind the scenes. Brett, has, uh, he had recently signed a contract with WCW to right. transition from WWF to WCW. Right, yeah. Um, so he was to drop the title to Sean at the time. But the event was in Canada, right? Right, Brett's home country. Yeah, and he did not want to lose the title in front of his, you know. Especially not for Shawn Michaels. Exactly. They they had some underground. They had some heated the locker room history yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And, yeah. And speaking of which, the Survivor Series event that I mentioned moments ago, that's the first time I saw both Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels together that's in the same. Yeah, even in the same in the same ring together, and yeah. it's like looking back in retrospect, it's like. Did they know how big they would become and how yeah, intertwined yeah, their careers yeah. would be? Absolutely. That, Probably not. That match is one of my favorite wrestling matches of all time. Oh yeah, that tag I, team. I, I love that that ten man tag team. It was brilliant. This was like it was just full of legends. Future legends. Quality yeah. wrestling. Qu 
quality of wrestling, explosiveness, and uh, at the time, like you said, either wrestler, well, Brett maybe had a little bit more stardom than Sean at the time. Yeah, they, they, they still weren't, either, either of them wasn't big as, solo, as a solo wrestler. No, they weren't even solo yet at yeah, all. Um, yeah. The Hart Foundation, they at least had a tag team title right yeah. under their belt. The Rockers just got there. Yeah, the Rockers just got there. They were a breath of fresh air in the sense that they were kind of intertwined with the MTV. They had that MTV look. They had yeah. like that long hair look about them. Right. But they had that whole luchador right, style of wrestling. Yeah, and they were exactly as Gorilla Monsoon always described them, tag team specialists. And the way, they, the way they worked in sync, the way they were off the top rope maneuvers right. and whatnot, it's right. like these guys. Beautiful to watch. Show. Just beautiful to watch. Yeah. Um, but they were never convincing. <laughs> I never thought they were, they were fun to watch, but you never thought of them beating teams like, like Demolition or like the big the big names that were just... No, nah, they never they didn't, they didn't win their first WrestleMania until the seventh one. And even then, they were the first matchup against Haku and the yeah, Barbarian. Barbarian, yeah. Who yeah. were basically... At the time, they were washouts. They were washouts and big cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a disc. Right, exactly. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that, that match, you look back at that match, like you said, you wonder like, wow, do they know the trajectory of each of their careers? Because they will become like Damn near Mount Rushmore wrestlers. They were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the time, they were just av- they weren't average, but they were they were household names, but they weren't like top cards, you know. They, I wouldn't yeah, at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah they weren't top card wrestlers. Uh, so, but yeah, back to back to what? Go ahead. Yeah, what's it called? The um, Brett and Sean. Ever since they went solo, they've been intertwined. Um, I remember back when I was a kid, back when I was a fourth grader, right after Shawn Michaels won beat uh, Bret Hart's brother-in-law, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, oh, yeah, yeah. for the Intercontinental title on Saturday night's main event. Yeah. Right at that same event, once he won the belt, he started getting in Bret Hart's face, talking about, I want a title shot against you for the WWF belt. Oh, yeah. And they had some house shows, because I remember seeing um, some images from WWF magazines back, yeah, then, back then, showing some house shows, early ladder matches. Between this this the was like, what, 92-ish? 92, 93, yeah. yeah. yeah, 92, yeah. Early ladder matches before yeah. they started televising them. Yeah. yeah. But Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels have never liked each other. Yeah. They yeah. never have. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they clearly didn't. Um, because, of the, because of who they roll with. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 um, their choice of yeah. choice of friends, I guess. Bret Hart was Bret Hart was more like the blue collar, clean cut. Clean cut, yeah. Respect the tradition of the wrestling. Um, go through formalities like the way the job was supposed to be done. Right. Whereas Shawn was like... He comes from blue collar too, but it's like he wants. Yeah, he was. He was not. He was rough on the edges. He wasn't your, your prototypical clean cut, go by the book wrestler. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. He knew how to. He knew. He understood politics and knew how to manipulate people backstage. Yeah, yeah. And so did all the members of the clique. Him, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Triple H. Look right. how well it's worked out for him. And even that. Sean to, Waltman too. Even that to even, to even like. To even like further iron out the differences in their personality, Shawn Michaels behind the scenes was like he had issues with drugs, like cocaine and stuff, and, and it affected his career. There were times where Vince would fire him, bring Vince would fire him numerous him, times, send him to rehab. Yeah, send him to rehab because he he actually loved Shawn. He thought he had the potential to be a great wrestler, so mm-hmm. he always kept giving him chances. Right, Shawn will f up, and you get fired, send him to rehab, and come back, enabling him exactly. Yeah. But Brett, on the other hand, was just clean cut. He came from a family of wrestlers. All the, loyal. Loyal, exactly. Very loyal. Yeah. Very loyal. Because um, even at, the, at his hottest, he was getting money offers from other wrestling organizations. But he, he 
try to stay loyal to Vince as long as possible. He's definitely like a traditional contract. Yeah, he's a traditional type of wrestler, whereas Sean was not. Sean's play plays it fast and loose. Yeah, and that's why they, they always butt one of the reasons why they always butt it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, um the events that led to the Montreal screw job, um yeah. Bret Hart, he of course, like we said, he didn't want to drop the championship belt in his home country to Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah. And he was already on his way out to WCW. And at the time of the Survivor Series, they had given him like three more weeks to, to work, to do whatever else he needs before he makes a transition. And what's it called? But McMahon, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. It's like, he, here's what he was thinking. Alundra Blaze. Alundra Blaze, Medusa. When she, when she was WWF Women's Champion at one point, but when she left to go to WCW, she took the WWF belt with her. And on Nitro, on live TV... Dumped the WWF belt in the trash. Like it's like giving two middle fingers to her old promotion. Uh, and McMahon was scared that Bret Hart was gonna do the that. The same thing. Like, no, he was not gonna do that. You should know it better. He's he a lawyer. He's been lawyer for this year, so many years. And he even actually was man enough to tell you, yo, I actually signed. He could have just dipped. Yeah. He actually told you, like, yeah, I've actually signed with WCW. I'm about to leave soon. If he wanted to be dirty, he yeah. could have kept that on the low mm-hmm. and continue. If they, if Vince had, let's just say Vince didn't know he was leaving. Right. Let's just say Vince said, okay, Brett, you can win the title. It's your home. You could have won the title right. and still left with the title and done all that. And the plan was to have him drop the title after Survivor Series somehow and then go to WCW. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And he didn't have to tell, you didn't have to tell uh, uh, Vince, Vince that he was leaving. No, he didn't. He still, he still just, as a courtesy, out of respect. Because he was in, out of respect. Exactly. And he still, and he's still like, even with, if they, when if they went through with their original plan, it's like there's no chance that Hart was going to take the belt with him and, and dump it on WCW, yeah. W's programming. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so Vince is like, I think he wanted to do something controversial. He knew it would be he controversial. Knew, yeah, he knew. He knew. Yeah. The, he knew it would sell too. He knew it would sell. He yeah, he knew it would sell too. So he just kind of. But how it happened, how it went down, though, it's like, did you remember? Did you watch the event as it happened? I think I did. We were in high school. We right? were ninth graders in yeah, high school. Yeah, I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, I re- I remember being confused by what what just happened. Yeah, because Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels gets put in. He, he messy, messy, disrespectful. Yeah, he puts him in a sharp. First of all, he Bret's mess- on move. Yeah, he he, he he doesn't put it on right. Right, no, he doesn't. He doesn't put it on right, and Bret actually helps him put it on just to kind of sell mm-hmm. it, and yeah. then in the process of selling it, he puts it on, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, like we don't Heaven's see, like, ding, ding. we don't see Brett tap out. He's no, he did. Heaven is like, yo, and he runs the hell out of the ring. Funny thing is, Brett could sense something was in the air. So even before the fight, yeah. he approached Heaven. The, the Heaven, oh, I forget his first Earl name. Heaven. Earl, Earl Heaven. He's a twin. Yeah. So he's a he was the ref of the match, and just to kind of Brett respected him, right? And so Brett was like, yo, if there's anything, you're not going to you know screw me or anything of that nature. He's like, no, nah, no. Nah. You're fine. Like you have, you have my word. Da, 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 da. So like, but he wasn't on it too. He was on. He wasn't on it too. And so everything just kind of caught Brett off guard. Uh, like he's the last to know. Yeah, he's the last to know, and he. Because <laughs> so far as he knew, you found out what we found out. Because <laughs> yeah, as far as he knew, it was supposed to be a double disqualification. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But, but man was just saying anything just to get him in that ring and survive the exactly. series. Exactly. It's like whatever exactly. concessions you want, I'll do. Exactly. But he didn't count on McMahon being down at the ring. And looking back in retrospect, McMahon being down there, it's like, why are you there for? Yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. So the there was some red flags. There were a lot of red flags. But at the same time, as loyal as Brett was, he still carried 
went through, went through with everything. Yeah. And got screwed in the process. But when he realized what happened, right at the split second before the bell rings is when he kicks out the sharpshooter. Yeah. And Hebner runs the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> and Brett realized what happened. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Shawn Michaels yeah. pretending to be all surprised. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Triple H. Right. He grabs the t- he, Shawn grabs the belt and immediately leaves the ring. You can make man like, you take that belt and get the F out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try and, and, and put on a, puts on a whole app. Yeah. Yeah, and Brett, he spits in McMahon's yeah, face. Yeah, he spits and he destroys the whole, like, broadcast booth. Yeah, and starts, and starts uh, pantomiming W-C-W. W-C-W. Yeah. W. Yeah. Tell him, telling them that he was going to go there. Telling the fans that he was yeah. going there. And, and uh, a lot of people couldn't blame him at that point. Like, for yeah. example, a week later, do yeah. you recall, on, on November, November 17th, over eight days later, mm-hmm. how ravishing Rick Rude was on Nitro and Raw on that Monday... Oh, he was on both of them. I don't yeah. even remember. But keep going. I yeah. might. Yeah, when he was on both, right? And yeah. and Raw, which proved that Raw was the one that was pre-recorded. Nitro was live. And on Nitro, he said, what's it called? People, all, all the WWF wrestlers should come here because of how Bret Hart got screwed. Yeah. That was another way to screw Vince over. Mm-hmm. Well, a way to screw, get back at Vince. Like, get back at Vince, lying, man, yeah. You're not. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Because I remember watching, like, how the hell is he on both? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, right. But the immediate aftermath in the locker room, right? Oh, man. Yeah. The, the wrestlers, all, the WWF roster? Yeah. Mick Foley was like, Mannheim, he was ready to quit and gather a bunch of other wrestlers and not yeah. even show up for Raw on the next day. Yeah, I remember the Undertaker was pissed, too. Oh, yeah. Undertaker he, was mad. He, he was not He was not, He was was not. not cool with everything, whatever went down. He confronted, he confronted McMahon, and I don't know what he said to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them were not cool with it. Um, then, then, um... Brett goes and asks Sean if he was in on it. He's like, I swear to God, I ain't no fucking idea. <laughs> He's yelling at me, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Come on. Come on. Even even your even Bret Hart's wife at the time knew when she was cursing Triple H yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I swear to God, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, swear to God, all you like Hunter, but one day God is going to strike you down. <laughs> yeah, his wife at the time. Yeah, at the time, yeah. yeah. They're divorced yeah. now. He was, I think he's married to a black woman. He is, yeah. But, um... Yeah, I mean, so he goes to Vince's office. And, or rather, Vince goes to the locker oh, room. Oh, goes the other way around. Okay. Yeah, Vince goes to the locker room with the entourage with him. Briscoe, Patterson, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, his son, Shane McMahon. Shane, okay. And Hart's not having it. He basically told him, if you don't get the hell out of here, I'm going to punch you. Yeah. But, 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 Brett, but McMahon insists on talking. He's like, I mean, just as pissed as Hart yeah, was. Like, yeah. what, the hell, what the hell do you have to say right now? Brad's in front of his people. From my home country. Yeah, yeah. in front of his people, man. That's, that's, that's the worst. I, yeah. over the years, I... I just Vince McMahon is, is a terrible person, though. <laughs> he's a, don't get me wrong, his character funny is as hell. Yeah. He's funny as hell. But but as a person, human being, he's terrible. Yeah, he. I'm straight up so He's an asshole. Yeah, he's terrible, man. He's a terrible he person. he is. I mean, all the things we heard about him in later years about how he treats wrestlers. Yeah, man. He's just a he's just he's a businessman. Although it's all, it's all about his money. Although yeah, although and his brand. Although, although sometimes he is right, like with the situation with the Ultimate Warrior, yeah, yeah I would, I would, I, I would have fired him on that too. I agree. In some, in some instances, yeah, he's right. But uh, yeah, um, but this, but this, the screw job though, it um, yeah, McMahon, he got punched out by Bret Hart. There was a scuffle when he went to go see Hart in the locker room. Yeah, and he ended up landing the haymaker, and McMahon was limping out and had a black eye. Yeah, I heard about that. I, I heard about that actually. Yeah. yeah, everyone, everyone confirms that. All the rest is confirmed that too. All the hearts. Except for Owen Hart, they left the promotion after that. 
That's right. Owen was the only one that remained. Yeah. Even I, I think even the Bulldog left. The Bulldog left. Nightheart left. Yeah. Brian Pillman was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Brett, yeah, they all went to WCW after that. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, they people still appeared on, on Raw the next night. Taker was able to rally the troops in the locker room, saying, yeah. be professional. I'm just as pissed as you guys, but yeah, yeah. we got to be professional yeah. about this. Your show goes yeah. on. And the whole Brett screwed Brett thing that McMahon said the next night. Right. That was that was pretty much the launch pad for not just his uh, the evil corporate executive, Mr. McMahon character, but that was really the jump off point for what became the Attitude Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it, it worked too um, because uh, let's let's understand where where wrestling was at the time and who the fans were like. Those 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 wrestlers, Shawn Michaels, Brett, are from an era where kids that were ranging between like five to like ten were now kids that were now fifteen to like twenty three. Yeah, that bubblegum stuff was out the door. Like we weren't into that stuff anymore. Like that that. The blue two shoes and the bad guy. Yeah, the good guy, bad guy thing, yeah. It, it was out the door at the time. Even McMahon came on TV in 97 and said, yeah. kind of patronizingly, we feel that the audience, you of the audience, are tired of having your intelligence insulted. Yeah. So we're going to not do the whole good guy, bad guy thing anymore. It's right. going to be more ambiguous, more adult. Right. And it, it, and it, it made sense. It made sense, yeah. The fan base had, had matured. Yeah. So, and that, that is what ultimately... That's what ultimately like projected or led to each of the respective superstars' careers. Like Brett being the straight goody two shoes guy faded out eventually. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels became the prominent guy because Shawn fed into the stuff that his fan base was into. Yeah, I mean yeah. he was he was he was a rebel. Yeah, he was a rebel, exactly. The, the DX, they were anti establishment. Yeah, exactly. We all, we all ate it up. That. We ate it up, ate man. Up. It was dope. I had fun. my I had plenty of DX shirts. Yeah, yeah. We were all doing the sucking, the the, shop, the yeah. sucking at sucking at school. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it just it made sense. That's why Brett's career went down and Sean's took off. It did, yeah. Sean, he became after this, he became a more controversial figure. Career took off further. Yeah, yeah. They even they even showed him and Triple H mocking the, the screw job the next night by. Pretend to piss on a, on a Canadian flag. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. The NWO, they made fun of it as well too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ECW, Al Snow, before he be, before he came to the WWF as Al Snow. Yeah, he made fun of it too. Because remember when he had that mannequin head gimmick? Yeah. I didn't screw head. Head screwed head. <laughs> I think I remember that. I think I remember that. But yeah, and it also helped open the doors for other legends like. Like Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Badass, yeah. Even The Rock. You could even tell like when they first brought The Rock and he was on that bubblegum two goody two shoes and we yeah. hated that. We hated that, and yeah. when he became who the, he was, yeah. The Rock that we knew, he, he became the man. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, it reminds me of, it, it, it just kind of goes hand in hand with, with other sports. Like, for instance, like basketball. Uh, like our generation were, were into like Michael Jordan. To us, Michael Jordan can do no wrong. Yeah. And then in this generation, LeBron. Yeah, they love LeBron. Like they're like, who the hell is Jordan? Like, like you don't know Jordan. Jordan's, yeah. Jordan's LeBron's father. Yeah, probably. exactly. But then you, it's understandable because these kids grew up watching LeBron the same yeah. way we kind of grew up from that bubblegum to become adults. We're yeah. Like, hmm. 
to the point where we don't even know what the hell's going on now in pro exactly. wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, we can't relate to that. Yeah, I can't relate to it. And plus, to it. And plus we stopped watching we stopped, once we yeah. got to college. Yeah, I have um, one of these kids I, I help a tutor or whatever. Yeah, he watches wrestling hard, and he's been trying to get me to watch it. So as a good, oh, as a good uh, tutor or mentor, I, I said, okay, one time I want to watch it. One time yeah. with you. Yeah. One time with you. Mm-hmm. So we cut it on. We're watching. I couldn't. I couldn't go past 10 minutes. It's horrible now. It's terrible. I was like, yo, you're good, man. Keep keep the spirit up. I'm done. I'll, I'll stick to what I, what I used to know. Yeah, yeah you want to watch real wrestling? Come, yeah, come I, can't, I can't do it now. I can't do it now. But um, I get, they're still trying to continue. Obviously, the Attitude Era was a lot more risque than today. It is, yeah. But they still kept that ambiguous aspect of it going. Yeah, today's the PG era, as they call it. They call it PG era. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. the last the last thing I remember that was even resembled the Attitude Era was during the mid two thousands when John Cena when he had um when he had his a uh, freestyle rapper gimmick. Oh yeah, when the, the, was, was the, you can't yeah, see yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come out and freestyle. Oh, Tony Ayo yeah, joint. Probably <laughs> <laughs> oh, where he got it too. Yeah, probably is where he got it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no answer John Cena can actually rap. I don't oh, know yeah? why. Yeah. I have not heard his material yet. Yeah, the, the what's up? My time is now. He can actually come up with some good lyrics and spit. Yeah. Okay. 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 And, and the freestyle, I think some of that some of that was real that he did. Although he wouldn't last on Freestyle Friday on BET or oh, what's what it called? Those, Scribble Jam. Yeah. Legit, legit battles. Yeah. Okay. Against battles. more experienced MCs. Yeah. Yeah. Legit battle platforms. Yeah, man. The and the other thing, oh, Bret Hart, how his career fare? Well, he went to WCW. He, and he's not, and he was the hottest free agent in the game at the time. McMahon even said so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they and WCW didn't know what the hell to do with him. Yeah, they, 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 I think Bischoff. Did you shelve him because you thought he was going to be bigger than the NWO? Yeah, even until today, Brett was like Bischoff is the worst. He's the worst wrestling. What you call it, manager, whatever. Yeah, he president. You should not manage the yeah. The only reason why Bischoff got by was because of the NWO. Yeah, yeah. The NWO wasn't didn't exist. WCW would have tanked. Yeah, the Monday Night Wars are from like '96 to early '98. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, yeah. WCW, they yeah, were killing. They, were, they, were, they carried it because of the NWO. And the, and the NWO, the concept was basically the WWF taking over the WCW. Right, 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 right. Because right, most right, of those wrestlers right. in there were people that made their careers in the WWF. Exactly, exactly. And lastly, the Montreal Screwjob is funny in hindsight if you think about how Bret Hart won his first title, the tag team title. Oh, yeah, yeah. Against the British Bulldogs. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> that that rivalry was good. I don't know if you ever followed it back then. Uh, not much. It was a good rivalry. Because the British Bulldogs were a really good tag team. Very good, very good tag team. The, dynam- the Dynamite Kid yeah, was a beast. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were one of the... So there, there's some tag teams that just, like, are just beautiful to watch. The Hart Foundation is one, obviously. The Bulldogs, after they lost the title, WWE... F. They didn't know what to do with it. Like they did, kind of, but they 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 deserved a nidal, another title reign. That's sh- how good they were. They should have, yeah, because they were they were good performers. Yeah, so they would use them to sell, or to or to, to big up certain certain other tag, tag teams. Tag so tag like, they made them jobbers almost. Yeah, exactly. So they would, they would use them with the Heart Foundation. Even when the Heart Foundation won their titles, they. Developed a rivalry with the Strike Force at the time, yeah. Martell and Santana. Mm-hmm. Their matches and their 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 uh, rivalry was not as good as the British Bulldogs. 
Yeah, because because they were better wrestlers. The British Bulldogs were better wrestlers, so they yeah they were better wrestlers. Not to take away from strike force. Yeah, but, yeah. exactly. It was just, the, the fights were just the fights are so much better, so it it carried more weight. The rivalry carried more weight. They did. I mean, I mean, what's it called? In part, in part because of the dynamite kid. Because yeah. of his size, oh, man. he tried harder. He was, yeah, he was he was an amazing wrestler. Yeah, amazing. Wrestler. A one, mix of, one of my favorites. He was yeah. a mix of different wrestling styles. Yeah, European, yeah. Mexican, yeah, Mexican, Japanese, exactly. Japanese American. Exactly. Shit. Exactly. And then Davy Boy was no slouch either. He was a good wrestler too. He was no slouch at all, man. Yeah. I love his physique. Yeah, yeah, he was a good wrestler too. Um, so although his extensions, though, that he got in the nineties. Later on, I was like, wait, what the heck? Yeah, came out here with the braids. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so they they had they were a really good tag team. Their their rivalry was good, and then they obviously screwed over. The Bulldogs to win the titles. Yes, they did, and 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 then the referee just left with them. Danny Davis. Yes, Danny Davis cheated exactly. Uh huh. He became part of the Hawk Foundation. Part of it, yeah. And um, but yeah, their title reign was funny. I think that was their first title reign was much better than their second, the Hawk Foundation. Yeah, the second one when they beat Demolition. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't as as prominent. And, and, and then losing the belts it led to, as well led to the death of the Hart Foundation. Yeah, so then when he lost the Nasty Boys. At, at WrestleMania 7, yeah, and Hart yeah. went solo. Yeah, yeah. His, his career, he was a better yeah, solo. Yeah, he was a better solo wrestler. Yeah, he was a better solo wrestler. So. Yeah, his match against Mr. Perfect at that year's SummerSlam where he won the yeah. IC belt, that Very was good. one of the best matches I've ever Very seen. Very good one. Very good one. I remember that. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Brett, uh, I guess, this is this isn't good enough. He's going to be Getting on the backside, kind of yeah. If he got paid, if he got paid, great. But what's it called? It's like, dude, you were the hottest free agent in the game, yeah. and WCW dropped the ball with you. Yeah, had he stayed in WWF, I don't know how effective he would have been as a heel in the Attitude this Era. I can't around, see him. Yeah, I don't know because he's he, he's been a heel before. Yeah, like, but it before. was different. Yeah, it was different. It wasn't an attitude style heel. It was more like just a bad guy just cheat a, to win. Right. Yeah. He didn't have that edgy. No, like, he didn't. Me foul he, mouth. No, he yeah. he's knows Triple H or Stone Cold Steve Austin out of a right. Or he, or he didn't have he didn't have sexual innuendos in himself. Some no, of them, you know, some of the heels had that. They did, yeah. Yeah, he didn't. It was either you had those sexual sexual innuendos, or you were just like a foul potty mouth type of. Right. Yeah. Yeah, or like a straight asshole. And Brett was none of those. He was nah. just when he was a bad boy. He was a heel. In previous times, he was just cheating, and a lot of the times it was Jimmy Hart that was carrying it. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so. Even as a solo wrestler, when he went heel, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm just, yeah. you make me root for the guy that, like, his match against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who was, who was the, supposed to be the heel? Yeah, 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 yeah. We ended up rooting for Steve Austin, oh, but, yeah. but, but who was the heel? Who yeah. was the heel? Yeah. I, I think that was the beginning of Brett turning into a heel, because he couldn't let, he wouldn't let go of the uh, sharpshooter. Um, he wouldn't let go of the sharpshooter. He kept bleeding out of his head, the ref had and, to stop it. Yeah, Ken Shamrock was yeah, a special Yeah, yeah, to stop And Austin fight. never topped out. Yeah, but then... It transitioned Brett to a heel, but he wasn't. It was just a weird heel. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a Bob Backlund type. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Bob, like how Bob Backlund snapped when he exactly. when he lost to Bret Hart on Superstars. That right, time. right. Yeah, I couldn't stand Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund, terrible. I have never eaten marijuana. <laughs> I'm like, you're mistaken. It'll make you more calm, probably. You crazy. Dude. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. I hated Bob Backlund, but yeah. He, he never wrestled more body in the six years that he was champion. Was terrible, man. Terrible. Bob yeah. Backlund. Yeah. Anywho. Um, what we got for last? Uh, so we, I think that's about it for the, the screw job, right? Yeah, that's it for the screw job, yeah. 
Oh yeah, and Jim Cornette in retrospect for the screw job, he yeah. thinks that he put the he put the seed in McMahon's head in order to screw screw Bret Hart. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. In the board in the backroom meeting, he was like, he just sarcastically said, just 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 screw him out of the belt, Rince. That's all you got to do. And McMahon's like, uh, hmm, you might be onto something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder uh, years later how uh, Bret thought of that or what what he. Um, what he feels of uh, Jim Cornette now? I mean, he's made peace with it, yeah. but uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, Cornette didn't intentionally mean to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like he. But Cornette blames himself, and if Bret Hart is so mad at Cornette, then he probably thinks. I'm. He may just think, okay, you you assuming blame like that. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Where are we on now? Where are we on now? TV shows. TV shows. Yeah. What have you been on lately, man? The show you put me on to. You. Ha! You and Dexter Leap, I call him. Yeah, it's a good show, man. Yeah, it's Crazy a, show, but it's a good show. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts so far? Three, oh, three seasons in. Uh, for those that don't know, it's three seasons in, and, and it originally aired on Lifetime. It's about... Oh, book, it did, huh? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's okay. a, that surprises me considering Lifetime's programming. Yeah. But it's about uh, the protagonist, Joe Goldberg. He's a he's a bookstore manager with um, obsession with books and a so and some sociopathic romantic tendencies. Yeah. He develops toxic toxic obsessions with women and becomes homicidal in regards to any obstacles between them. <laughs> yeah, the, the main the actor that portrays him is uh, Penn Badgley, who was born in Baltimore actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, born in Baltimore, but raised... Young Raven? Raven West Coast, yeah. That's cool. He's like... The character is like Dexter, right? He has an internal monologue. He's very observant and very and very brilliant in how he observes yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't actively go out trying to kill people to satiate some need. It's almost always situational with him. Yes. Situational, coincidental. But, situ- but not coincidental in such a case that, okay, you're getting robbed, I gotta self-defend... More so coincidental that he's trying to get to somewhere, and on the way, and the way to getting there, he discovers such and such and such is going on, um, which is not morally or ethically right, right in that current situation. But neither is him murdering or whatever, getting that per- eliminating that person. Although However, some, yeah, eliminating that person is also going to help him get to where he's trying to get to. So, and, some, uh, and sometimes the person he eliminates is kind of hard for not for us the audience to not feel yeah, bad. For yeah, them. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like he deserved it, but at the same time, damn, Joe, you're a psycho. Yeah, he is. He, <laughs> has, he definitely is a sociopath. The things yeah. that he does, like cutting off his own toes in order to. Oh, that was scene, wild. That was wild. That yeah. was wild. And what's it called? The um, another way he's like Dexter. They both have like uh. They both had adopted paternal paternal figures that took them in. Oh, I've never actually watched that. So I need to get on that. Everybody that watches this is good. So the first five seasons, yeah. Yeah, 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 and and they have a new version of Dexter on Showtime, right? On Showtime, yeah. yeah. I saw that. They got a new version of Dexter called Dexter New Blood now that takes place eight years prior in, in real time after the original series ended. Oh, have you, are you started watching it? I've watched it. Yeah, it's pretty good 